Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Castology. This is Castology, and I am one of your castologists, Zane C. Weber, here with my trusty co-host across the table. Nick Bleeker. And at the other end of the table... What is best? I really need to burp. Oh, wow. To get oh, it sorry. out. It just, it just like came right up to the edge of my throat when I started saying my name. Mm. I mean, at least you turned away from the microphone. Like yeah. that's, that's professionalism, folks. Yeah. Yeah, Look, that's what we bring here. That's me. Yeah, just, we Belch will avoid, off mic. <laughs> we will avoid burping at you. <laughs> get that gas out. So this is, is going to be a fun week, I think. This is going to be a... We're in, we're in a mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you're listening for the first time, what we do here is we each recommend a podcast that you should all be listening to, and then we'll go back and we'll review the podcast that we recommended the previous week. Uh, so we don't have any theme this week, so let's just jump straight into it, shall we? Cool. Uh, let's hear from Nick. So my recommendation this week, okay, full disclosure, I've we, later in the year we've got like one, one of, there's a theme that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I found this show and I was like, yeah, this is... <laughs> and then I accidentally put in the list just as a, just as a, I'll put it there weeks ago, and I was like, I'll just move it. And anyway, you didn't I forgot move to it. move it. So um, the show that I'm recommending this week is called uh, Climbing. So now Go- you have to find another one to fit. The <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, like, shit. Yeah, because I worked I mean, really hard to find this one too. Is this a, was it how to or niche? Niche. Niche. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I did think. Oh, that's a, that's a bit niche. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I, I was like, I, f- I found gold with climbing gold is, which is in the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so what climbing gold is is literally a podcast about rock climbing. Um, <laughs> now, but- I, I don't want to peel back too much of the curtain, but like the spreadsheet that we use <laughs> is prepared up to the episode that you wanted to put this like in. Like, every theme is there, and all you had to do was <laughs> not even... Yeah, you scroll. could put it right... You didn't even need to scroll. You could have all the podcasts Just, uh, that we're up to on the screen, and the slot that you <laughs> wanted to put it into would still be on the screen. There's no scrolling involved. Uh, well, look... <laughs> Um, look, I fucked up, right? And so we have to listen to Climbing Gold early. Okay. Um, and cool. now I have to now I have to challenge myself even harder to find a more niche podcast. You do. Yep. Um, what Climbing Gold is is a podcast um, that's hosted by uh, Alex Hanold and uh, Fitz Cahal, and they talk about share stories about rock climbing. So that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's okay. Look, not to simplify it too much, but it is very much of the sport of rock climbing. So the yes. Olympics and also like f- like free solo is and all Olympic that sort of stuff. Rock climbing? There is. Why yeah, I, uh, I think it's just starting like this coming Olympics. Is it synchronized rock climbing? That would be amazing. <laughs> I would so I would be actually keen watch on that. that. I would watch that. Yes. Um, but can yeah, we look. do rock climbing with ribbon sports? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Can we yeah. combine That's that? Cute. That's um rock dancing. Yeah, we've, we've got to pitch it to the ISA. Rock dancing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, look, honestly, it really is just that. It's just talking to rock climbers about the sport, how it's 
one of the funniest things is from the get-go they talk about how much more people are getting into it and I, I think there is an air of truth to that because you know around Brisbane especially there's like lots of little indoor rock climbing things that are sort of yeah, popping up yeah, and people yeah. use it as adding a, walls yeah yeah and they're adding like these things so I thought it was actually it's a, it's quite an interesting podcast if you're so inclined to listen to how about rock climbing if was, not this probably is I wanted to make an incline <laughs> rock incline joke Shit. but it just didn't get there now I appreciate the thought though but um, yeah so it's called Climbing Gold alright okay, um, cool. so is it produced by like a sporting company or it's produced by a place called Duct Tape Then Beer so I did a bit of research about them today right okay. and they're like a media company okay. so this is their first podcast like in their whole like it's not a conglomerate they're like a, just a media company that's yeah, like yeah. film and stuff like that um, I th- that is more specialised in like sort of a- adventure extreme sports yeah. sort of stuff and this is their sort of first cab off the ramp podcast so yeah cool alright well let's uh, let's hear from Liz so does this count as a listener submission if a listener recommended that I listen to this podcast sure yeah cool so this yeah. is a listener submission <laughs> <laughs> We got a message saying that this would be a very Liz podcast. Okay. Pretty sure it was by Eric. Not sure, but I'm pretty sure. Um, Chameleon, Hollywood Con Queen Season 1 or High Rollers Season 2. So I haven't listened to Season 2 yet, but I have listened to all of Season 1. So this is uh, from Campside Media and it's uh, Josh Dean and Vanessa Gregoriadis. Uh, and it's a story of one of the weirdest, definitely one of the weirdest scams that I reckon I've heard of. Um, and it's uh, hundreds of Hollywood gig workers were fooled into flying to Indonesia to either interview for or scout for jobs that didn't exist. Mm. When you say gig workers. Yeah. So like what? makeup artists or like... Right. Or like some cinematographers or like some martial arts trainers. Like they would get called from from purportedly from famous Hollywood people mm. and get signed to movies and get told you just have to pay for your own costs and we'll reimburse you. And then they'd go there and it would be weird and not existing and cab drivers driving them around all day and they were just like, this is really strange and I'm very confused. Interesting. Yeah. So... I'm not going to say too much more because what actually unfolds is is pretty freaking fascinating. Um, and it also delves into a little bit of the um, Me Too movement in Hollywood. So there's one or two episodes that have a, a content warning on them. Right. Um, but it's, it's kind of, you know... Th- it's such a weird scam that manages to shed light on like the power imbalance between men and women in Hollywood and what the fuck is this scam and who's behind the scam and what I couldn't get my mind around the fact in the first few episodes and I'm like to what end yeah <laughs> like yeah. I was confused who's, who's benefiting as from to, this yeah who's yeah. benefiting from people paying airlines because you're not paying an intermediary yeah. they're yeah. paying airlines to fly to Indonesia and scout for something that doesn't exist I'm like is there someone just sitting there being like <laughs> Like, what's the point? (laughs) Anyway, I'm very keen to listen to High Rollers, which is season two. I haven't started that yet because I just I started listening to Hollywood Con Queen and just binged the shit out of it. So, yes. I'm pretty sure it was Eric. I'm sorry if I'm crediting it to somebody else. But, yes, it was suggested as a very Liz podcast. And they were right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, my recommendation is The Red Line. 
Uh, so right now I'm going to just put a sneaky little cross promo into my new podcast that's just been released called The Philosophy of Podcasting uh, with C&C Weber, which is me. Oh, uh, <laughs> chuck your name in there. Can we get Castology yeah. with C&C Weber, Elizabeth H. Best and Nick, no middle name bleaker. Okay. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? Um, and so basically I'm talking to podcasters about what they hope to achieve through podcasting and why they got into podcasting in the first way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the red line is, uh, an investigative journalism podcast. It aims to be a think tank that covers and analyzes, uh, foreign crises and foreign conflicts. So... Uh, they release fortnightly and each episode tackles one topic in depth. So it could cover like the Ethiopian conflicts that's kind of just come up or it could cover Tajikistan uh, and whatever's going on there. Um, so super in-depth, super well-researched. Uh, they are kind of long episodes because they are in-depth uh, but released fortnightly. So episodes go from between an hour and an hour and a half usually. Um, yeah, so they are hosted hosted and edited by Michael Hilliard who is a uh, conflict journalist. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of what it is and, and what to expect. Um, I came across this podcast uh, looking for history podcasts and I really like the vibe um so it's very serious it's not like a a fun happy day podcast but it is also not particularly grim Mm. either it's very kind of to the point that's cool yeah fair enough yeah interesting i do i mean as a journalist you know i like the investigative (laughs) journalism yeah and i think definitely this podcast is very clear on what it hopes to achieve by publishing this I enjoy that. Yeah. It's nice when you, you know, have people stick to what they Yeah. <laughs> stick to what they say they want to achieve and don't go off on fucking ten. And it's not the Murdoch press. So when win. Yeah, it's for a anything big win. that's not the yeah. Murdoch press. <laughs> All right. Well those are our three recommendations for this week. Let's uh let's go back to last episode and have a chat about what we recommended then. I would like to start with what I think will be the easiest review, and we'll start with Nick's Shipworm. Mine. Okay, so uh, Shipworm is uh, a feature-length audio movie. Um, the, the show focuses on uh, Wallace Conway, who wakes up to find himself implanted with an untraceable earpiece while he was sleeping, so he does everything he can, the, the, the voice tells him on the other end, to, do, to make sure his family lives. What did you think? I intended to listen to half an hour of this. I kept driving. And I kept listening. <laughs> so I ran out of petrol. But <laughs> I was very close to running out of petrol. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is really an easy listen, um, in the way that like I just got so sucked into it that I didn't want to even break it up over different car trips. So I just right. decided to do more errands that day. <laughs> um the performances were all really good. The sound mixing's really good. Um, the premise is really great. Um at, and like it's a unique way to I guess have a medium that doesn't require visuals by having a voice in someone's head. It really mm. lends itself to a podcast thing. Mm. And that's the criticism I have sometimes of, of some of these radio plays is that they're trying to translate something that's clearly visual to an audio medium. Yeah. But this one actually lends itself to that without using the found tapes thing that gives me the shits now. <laughs> um, but Blair Witch and only the Blair Witch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I had some ending issues, uh, but I'm not going to say what they were on mic just because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I kind of we felt like... We might have 
a spoiler minute later on because I do want to specifically address something that happens at the end. Okay. Uh, yeah. So right right at the end of the episode, we'll be like, okay, we're done. If you listen to Shipwound. At the end of this review. Okay. We'll just like cool. skip for 30 seconds or twice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because, yeah, I 100% agree. Like, it was a very interesting way and the, the first half hour is really well done. Yeah. Um, The performances are great. At no point do you question why they're doing what they're doing. Um, and it, it really raises the tension very quickly. The script and the performances and the audio editing, great. And that carries through a lot of the way. And I'm very interested to see if this is a format that kind of picks up because... Yeah. Well, yeah, like a, a lot of the audio drama podcasts we've listened to obviously are broken up to be episodic. episodic. Yeah. Um, and I kind of felt like it was almost a gimmick making it a f- saying this is a feature-length film because you quite easily could have broken it up. Yeah, and there were beats where I was like, "Here's where you'd put it, and here's where you'd I'm put it." I'm almost yeah. certain that it was written as a series and made into a feature length. I mean, it's a great yeah. exercise in marketing to yep. be like, "It's yep. a, it's the first, you know, widely yeah. spread movie." Yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't quite <sighs> long enough to be epis- like most, if it was broken most of those up things into... have about six episodes. Yes. So for a two-hour yeah. thing, it's you yeah. know, absolutely, and. I think, though, however, towards the end of the the story, I was kind of hoping for... I kind of could have used a recap on, like, what had happened at the very start because I was like, wait, what were the details that I was meant to remember? Because I found out sometimes when I'm watching movies, it's the visual cues that I remember, not the audio clues that I remember. Yeah. Um, but very interesting, very keen to see if this gets kind of... Is it is more of a movement and more media comes out in this format? Yeah, um, I'd be interested in making one. Should you find anybody <laughs> who is uh, look, yeah, well, who needs some voice actors? I have uh, audio dramas are booming at the moment, and I know that specifically because I'm involved in the production of more than one. Yeah. Um, but so let's say I'm two minutes right now. I'm going to time it. Okay. okay. Skip ahead two minutes if you don't want spoilers for Shipworm. Okay. At the end. Yep. The fact that she was a voice in his head at the start. Yep. Great. Yep. However, as soon as she came in as a person at the end. Yep. I couldn't differentiate and yep. it, it got very muddy very quickly. Yes. Um, And then there was a lot of like atmospheric stuff happening and it really got weird at the end. Well, the thing is, I, I, I didn't mind the person thing because I was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, well, maybe was it a voice in his head or is he going nuts? And he yeah. just appropriated that voice. But then right at the end they tag that the voice in his head is still there and that's where I was like okay that's a disconnect between what you just did and you know yeah Uh, so I I listened to it a couple of times and like I'm pretty sure I've got a grasp of what they were trying to do but I think that is the one place where the medium let down the story. Yeah. Um, in that it, that was a very visual twist. I to really bring did in like the, the the comeback to all of the weird shit that yes. she made him do, and I'm like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So absolutely, I think that 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 is our that is our two minutes. Right. <laughs> and now no more spoilers. We've done our no two more minutes. Spoilers. If you if you skipped ahead to here, good job, yeah. you. Yeah. Well done. Well it, done. It's definitely a recommend from me. I'm very interested to see see what other things these guys do as well because they, yeah. they did 36 questions and other well which i liked well. yeah. um and i didn't listen to the other one that was everywhere what was Limetown. it Limetown? yeah yeah no i didn't mm. listen to that but i got i heard 
credits was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's let's go to uh, a rather heartwarming one, which was which was Liz's recommendation. I know, unlike me to bring something super heartwarming, <laughs> it's nice to hear you. So it was basically a, a a real life experiment of seeing if people could connect by sharing only voice memos. Yeah, uh, six episodes and done. What did you guys think? What an absolutely fascinating show. Like I, I can't I can't emphasize enough how completely taken I was by this. Made me mad I didn't think of it. Like... <laughs> okay, yes, because I was listening to it in the car. I was like, fuck, this is a good idea. Yes. Why the fuck did I not think of this? I know. And it's interesting because Eve's Deropa, who is the host, which is an incredible name, um, she <laughs> describes quite early on in the show, the whole conceit of it was people use voice memos as a form of convenience, right? Mm. And to be honest, I, I don't really use it. I, I like using text, but I've started to notice more of my friends starting to gravitate towards doing the, you know, you're on Facebook or Instagram and you record a message and you yeah, send it because it's, it's only, easier It's only recently that I've started doing yeah, it because one yeah. or two of my friends do and now I'm like, oh, that's actually easier than typing yeah, out well, Yeah, if you're walking along, you actually need to look where you're going. And, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's a lot of really interesting things that, that are unpacked quite early on in the piece in terms of just, I guess the behavioral sort of analysis behind people's voices and how you can tell inflection and how like someone telling like talking about their feelings and all this other stuff. And I thought that this whole thing for me, I was like, I was like, this needs to be turned into a show. And then I was like, well, no, because the problem is, is that it can't. Mm. Kind of is. It's love is blind. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> but, yeah, but true. even even. If you were to make it into a reality TV show, yeah. it would be so much more tawdry than what it is. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is about what it takes to make a real human connection and what people are looking yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually think, because I online dating doesn't work for me. I don't mm. feel like I can connect over text or that medium. Um, I also hate phone calls because they put you on the spot. Mm. Exchanging voice memos, I'm into because you can put some thought behind it and you can send it and then you still get all of the oral inflection, the cues, yeah. the warmth in someone's voice. I think I would connect to that a lot easier. It reminds me a little bit, and I'm, I'm blanking on the book. I just tried to Google it. There's a there's a science fiction book that I really, really love and I'm really blanking on it, but it's about two. So there's, um, I won't get too in depth, but it's, it's these two people that are fighting a war. So one's blue, one's red, and they send each other letters. So both of them exist in different futures, but they find each other like crossing paths. And so the only way they can communicate is via love letters. And so... Shit, I need to read this book. It's very good. Kinda I will, like I will find... Uh, well, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lake house is terrible. <laughs> um, but this they are kind not of, in a war. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's interesting. This is kind of like a modern day sharing, not even of love letters, but almost just like... It's pen pals. Pen pals, but really. Yeah. With romantic... With the, within of, the yeah. intent of romance, yeah. I guess. But there are some really fascinating people on this show. And I think it's because the fact that you are sharing these moments of your life, uh, how however deep or intimate they may be, you're sharing them via just a voice. So the preconceived notion of image or like, you know, your background or all that sort of stuff isn't there for someone to, to judge. They have to judge what they hear. And you don't have to respond instantly. So it's not yeah, like you're so panicking you can, you on the phone. Kind of prepare, so you can kind of yeah. listen a few times. You can, yeah. you can script your wittiness. Yeah. You can hire hire someone to punch up your dialogue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you still 
get the sound of someone's voice, which yeah. can tell you a lot about a person. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yep. what they laugh at, you know, and what they, yeah. This is, a, honestly, this is this is an... It's fucking charming, it is, right? <laughs> it's such a good fucking show. I, and I'll say this, honestly, this is a show where I'm like, you have to, like, I have to send it to some friends because it's just so sweet. Yeah. And the idea behind it, it really does piss me off that I didn't think of it. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, it's so good. And sorry, I just looked up the book. The book is called This Is How You Lose the Time War. Okay, oh, cool. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, I'll put it on my list. Yeah. The internet has been trying to get me to buy that for a few months now. Yeah, it's excellent. So this yeah. is a recommend from Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, I This is a great podcast. This is a great use of the medium of podcasting. Super charming. Uh, I really loved... I love this podcast specifically because you get to meet normal people who are being themselves mm. and you get to know them. It's so authentic. Like, yes, I, this is probably going, at the moment, this is my favourite COVID project yeah. that, that has come out Absolutely. of COVID. Awesome. Yeah. Um, my one criticism, and it's not a very serious criticism, this is just a personal taste thing, is is a little, sometimes a little bit too navel-gazy for me. Mm. Um, I would have liked to just kind of keep it more about the burgeoning relationships and the interaction and a li- little less of like, Cut to audio, cut back and examine the audio. Cut to audio, come back and examine the audio. Um, but y- if you listen to this podcast and you don't like it, you don't have a heart. <laughs> you honest, but yeah. honestly, like if you don't enjoy this show, like even it doesn't have to be about whether you, you're invested in romance and all that sort of stuff. Oh, it, I'm not invested in yeah, romance, it's but the, it's just really I'm nice really to listen not to it. It's, in it's just the intent. I mean, I am currently, but <laughs> the but the it's the intent of it really, yeah, and yeah. I think it's just. Like it's just it's just really good. Like I, I agree, Zane. Like in terms of like COVID projects that I've seen, this is an absolute fucking standout for me by yeah, far. Absolutely. Yay. Um all right. Well let's go and uh jump into my recommendation from last week, which was choiceology, which is basically just uh look into the science about why we make the choices we do and how we can make better choices moving forward with our host Katie Milkman. I really liked the way that that these episodes are structured, right? Like I like the way it's not just interview Mm. or not just produced scripted stuff. Like she does a really nice job of talking about the subject, giving us a bit of information and then um, always in the question and answer-y stuff, like linking it back to the why we make the choice. Because it it doesn't – sometimes it doesn't seem like it's relevant. I'm like, oh, I sort of get tangentially how you're doing that. And then you go into the interview and everything makes sense. And and the two episodes that I listened to – it's it's a good format to do what she does. Yeah, this I think for me that the standout is the, the absolute format of this because I was sort of sitting there and I was I, I was a bit confused. I was like, what the f- hold on, what the fuck? Like she's talking about it's a story to start things off. Like what the fuck is going on? And then you realize slowly that that is the structure of the show. Really, it's yeah. essentially mm-hmm. basically building like the story really to the point of like we're going to talk. So I think the episode I'm talking about was the price of your vice. Um, and the, one of the other episodes I listened to was Love the Mug You're With, which was a really, really fascinating one about um, how uh, the value of what, like, what we value compared to what we, like, so the, what we value the things that we actually have. So, for example, my phone compared to someone, like a phone that I don't have. Yeah. Um, and it was really fascinating because Katie sort of spoke to this collector. I think his name was Joel. And he's like, he has this amazing sports museum in, in America or whatever. And he talks about the the value of these things that he's he's received, and then the show slowly kind of unravels the, the, those choices that he's made about why he's kept the 
these certain things and how he values these things. And I thought it was just so fascinating because I was just like, this is like, this is really, really strong. This is a really, really strong way of breaking up a format that is that you yeah. would traditionally kind of yeah. expect with something like this, where it's yeah. just like, all right, we're just going to talk about like choice yeah. and interviewing someone that dissects that. This is a really, I, really good way of breaking that up. Yeah, the episode I listened to first was um, Silver Linings because it was basically all about how failure can actually turn into success and how the choice to rather than just feeling fucking sorry for yourself about something and it was this fascinating story at the start about someone who was trying to synthesize um oh fuck i can't think of the thing it was a science they basically were trying to synthesize something that didn't work but they did discover a super super highly pigmented fabric dye and he had nothing to do with fabric dyes he was a scientist and he's just like actually i'm gonna you know i've made this really good purple and it's really colorful yeah 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 (laughs) And like it, it, it was one of the first synthetic fabric dyes that wasn't from like an entire vat of flowers that they crushed down and you yeah. know, and and it wasn't and it, it changed things because it wasn't reliant on crops. So if you had a shit crop, it meant that red wasn't going to be popular next month. You know, um, so then they could make synthetic dyes. But he had been trying to do some medical thing. Yeah. I didn't listen to the science part. <laughs> but yeah, and then they, again, they were dissecting yeah. the ch- choices that you make in failure, whether to see the failure through to completion or whether you just give up and yeah. flip a table and walk away like me. <laughs> yeah, it, the format's really nice. It's a, it's a, it's a really interesting way because I'm, I'm getting really fucking bored with just like Some so-and-so interview so-and-so about, yeah. you know. So yeah. enjoyed. Well done. Yeah, it's it's a good balance of uh, curation and uh, like interaction. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, excellent. Well, those are those are three uh, strong reviews. Yeah, it's a good, it week, a good this week. week. Yeah, fuck yeah, everyone. Um, so well done. fingers crossed for next week. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's we'll just go see. through what what we recommended. So Liz recommended uh, Chameleon. Yes, Chameleon, specifically the first season Hollywood Con. Queen, but high rollers could also be good. I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> and Nick recommended Climbing Gold, a podcast about rock climbing. <laughs> hey, how, could how, be good. how much of this podcast, honestly, like I'm not going to judge you for your answer here. How, how many episodes have you listened to? Three. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's fine. That's I, enough to make a judgment. Yeah, look, I went I went through three episodes because I was like, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably need to listen to it. So, yeah. like, uh, rather than it being like lol niche, I was like, no, 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 I'll commit to it. You know, and if it's shit, it's shit. But honestly, I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, and I recommended the Red Line, which is an investigative journalism podcast uh, from Australian uh, foreign affairs think tank. Uh, so enjoy those next week, and we'll be back to review them next week and have three new recommendations for you. Yep. I've been Zancy Weber here with Liz Best and Nick Bleaker. Keep listening to podcasts, everyone. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.